Welcome to the Rose Rhapsody. Mr. Tibbs. You just put your lips together and blow. Rosebud. One morning I shot an elephant in my pajamas. How he got in my pajamas, I don't know. I'll show up sometime, see me. What do you want? You you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Interior, downtown bar, night. David sits alone at the bar, finishes his drink, signals for the bartender to do it again. Paige appears at his shoulder. You don't get to interfere. Of course. I make the decisions about her upbringing. If I want your opinion about anything, I'll ask for it. Of course. But I won't want it, so don't overstep. I don't need that. It's why I never tried to find her dad. I won't overstep, honestly. I'm kind of afraid of you, so... I wouldn't do that. The bartender arrives with Dave's drink and looks at Paige. What are you having? Bourbon and ginger. Perfect. The bartender nods, goes to make her drink as she sits next to Dave. Where is her dad? I have no idea. Oh, moved on or? I have no idea who her dad is. Well, I have some idea. I mean, I narrowed it down to a few possibilities, but I mean, some of them, I never even got a name. I, uh, Went through a phase. You don't have to explain. It's all right. Mom died when I was in high school. Cancer. My dad got sick when I first got hired at the firm, and he never told me, and then he was gone too. And he left me and my sister a huge life insurance payoff. I was only a lowly associate, but I was already making more money than I ever thought I'd make, and I just... I never slipped at work. Not a bit. But on my own time, I was different bar every night, different guy every night, just just about. And I wasn't particularly careful, obviously. There's a lot that I don't remember. It's a wonder I didn't. Anyway. Sister? Yeah. Where's she? Oh, back in Statesville. She'll never leave. North Carolina, really? Where's your accent? Oh, I left that behind a long time ago. With all the rest of it. You don't see her? Haven't talked to her in years. I guess that's weird. I... no. Just sad? No, look, you don't owe me any explanations. Fair enough. Look at that. A drink magically appeared while I was blathering on. She drinks most of it in one gulp. You can't come to my office like that again. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to upset you. You didn't upset me. Yes, I did. You were about to cry. No, I was... (laughs) You had tears in your eyes. You thought you were losing me. 
If only... Your heart was breaking. Stop. There's a little regret there, maybe. About the missed opportunity back in Roanoke. Just stop. Because you kind of dig me? Dave, seriously. <laughs> Sorry. They finish their drinks in silence. We'll see how this goes. It'll go just the way it always has. We'll see. Okay. Walk you home? Think I might stay for a bit. Want some company? I'm buying. That's not necessary, Mr. Moneybags. I know, but... Sure. He signals two more to the bartender. Thanks, Paige. Don't thank me yet. As the bartender gets to work on their drinks, Dave reaches over, grabs Paige's hand, gives it a squeeze. She meets his gaze, gives him a squeeze back, and reclaims her hand. Interior. The same downtown bar. Night. The place is empty. David sits at the bar alone, picks up his drink. It's bone dry. There's no bartender in sight. From behind, he hears. Hi, sailor. He turns around. Exterior. 79th Street subway station. Day. It's a beautiful sunny day with a flawless blue sky. The street is empty. David runs up the stairs and stops. No signs of life, no city sounds. He starts to run. Interior, Roanoke Hotel Room. Night. David and Paige are in a clinch, backing up toward the couch. As they settle into the couch, she pulls up her skirt and he slides his hand up her thigh. David wakes abruptly out of his dream and sits up. He looks at the clock, sees that it's 4 a.m., takes a deep breath, shakes his head. Interior, Paige's house. Night. Paige sits on a couch. She's not drinking. She's not watching TV or reading. She's just thinking. Interior, restaurant, evening. Paige is raising her glass to the table. Tonight, we have two big reasons to celebrate. Our beautiful Anna is 16 years old. Last week. Last week, yes. And Dave will be in L.A. next week, filming a pilot for our new show. Glasses clink and heartfelt congratulations and happy birthdays ring out. It's a beautiful evening in May and the restaurant is still bright with lingering sunlight. At the table are Jimmy, Teresa, Anna, Paige, and David. Next to Paige, holding her hand, is Randy, who is about what you'd expect of a 40-year-old Manhattan lawyer who has the understated prosperity vibe down cold. Good hair, good teeth, Ralph Lauren casual, like that. Next to Dave sits Karen, Obviously not as prosperous, but effortlessly, luminescently beautiful. What's the show, Dave? Ah, uh, it's just a sitcom thing. Jimmy, I thought we'd see the kids tonight. You kidding me? We get a chance to spend an evening away from those animals, we take it. Oh, and by the way, we're going to need the place tonight? What kind of sitcom? What's it about? Is it, uh, well, hang on, is it a couple of plucky, uh, lovable 20-something gals sharing an apartment and... Trying to make their way in the big city? Well, yeah, pretty much. And who are you, the uh, the irascible yet wise older next-door neighbor? No, I'm the quirky yet wise building super. Sounds like a masterpiece. You must be so proud. Shut the fuck up, Randy. Anna! Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, he doesn't have to be such a dick. Stop being a dick, Randy. Come on, Anna. What? Somebody has to stand up for you. You need to apologize. I need to go to the bathroom. She gets up and stomps away. Silence. Then they go back to their food, and Paige picks up the small talk. 
Jim leans over to Teresa and whispers, He was being a dick. Such a dick. Exterior, street, night. The group is on the sidewalk outside the restaurant, breaking up after dinner. You sure you don't want to come over for cake, you guys? Oh, no, we gotta... We gotta get back. Yeah, uh, babysitter. But thank you. And happy birthday, kid. We love you so much. We sure do. Come on. Group hug. Oh, jeez, I almost forgot. She hunts around in her extravagantly large bag, comes up with an envelope for Anna. It's money. Thank you. Thanks, Uncle Jimmy. Of course, Dal. All right, we'll see you guys. Enjoy the cake. They start off in different directions, and... Dave? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, Paige, Nana, you guys go on. I'll catch up with you. I got a Paige, Anna, and Randy acknowledge Dave and keep rolling downtown, and Karen hangs back with Dave. Dave pulls his keys from his pocket. Come on. Come on. Hang on. He pulls a key off the ring, hands it over to Jim. Don't lose it, please. Okay, Dad. Why won't you just have one made? Dude, come on. That would be weird. Uh... That would be weird. Thanks, Dave. She gives him a big hug and a kiss. Oh, don't, don't. It's just weird in this context. Hey, uh, what time you home, buddy? I don't... Just call me when you're done. We'll figure it out. Love you. Yeah, yeah, you too. Jim and Teresa hurry off. What was... Was that your apartment key? It was. Are they... They are. What? Nuh-uh. I mean, they got three kids. Their place isn't that big, so... How often? I... A couple times a month, maybe more. Oh, my. You're Jack Lemon. <laughs> oh. Ew. Ew. On your... They bring their own sheets, and they never pull down the comforter, so I'm given to understand. Wow. You are a good, good friend. You got that right. Interior, Paige's house. Night. Paige, Randy, David, and Karen are chatting in the living room with drinks, post-cake. Randy drains his drink and gets up. I have a deposition in the morning. See ya, Anna. Tell her I said goodnight. I will. Paige gets up and gives him a kiss, and he leaves. I should go, too. Oh, okay. Oh, no, stay. You don't have to... You sure? Yeah. Finish your drink. I'll see you in a bit. You want to come to my place? All right. See ya, Anna! Bye, Karen. Thanks for the gift card. You're welcome, sweetie! David gets up and walks Karen to the door. We hear their murmured goodnights, and he reappears. She's nice. I like her. Yeah, me too. She's nicer than Randy. Eh, she's nicer than most people. You don't like him. Paige, I... Who cares? It doesn't matter what I think. You like him. That's what matters. I care what you think. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, look, he, he's accomplished and successful in every measurable way, so I get it, you know, when he looks at me and I... Look, I get it. You're accomplished. I'm not, but thank you, and it's all right. I'm sorry. You seem to bring out the worst in him. I think he's jealous. Well, that's just silly. You think Polly Prissy Pants will ever warm up to him? Anna appears as if from nowhere, passing by on her way to the kitchen. No, I haven't warmed up to him because he's a dick. And stop calling me that. Eh, I'm sorry, Pally Pissy Pants. Shut up. You're not funny. We hear Anna rummaging around in the fridge. What are you looking for? I'm having some cake. Is that all right? 
Didn't you already eat half of it? I had one piece. Second on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. You're still not funny. She appears in the doorway with a ginormous piece of cake on a tiny plate. That's how people get eating disorders. Stupid jokes like that. Is it? I don't think that's how. Ha ha, you're like a little comedy team. I don't know why you just don't get together already. Uh... What? Why are you wasting your time with these other people? No offense to Karen, she's awesome. Randy's a dick, though. Hey, I'm getting tired of hearing that. Anna is heading up to her room. And I told you no more food in your room. Whatever, idiot. Hey! Holy... Were you like that? I don't remember. Yes. He holds out his glass, and she pours some more bourbon in it. Interior, Karen's apartment, night. David and Karen are sleeping soundly. Suddenly, he starts awake, sits upright, realizes where he is. Looks over at Karen. Takes a deep breath. Exterior, LaGuardia Airport, day. A black 525 glides up to the curb at the departures drop-off. Randy at the wheel, David in the passenger seat. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. You really didn't have to go to all this trouble. No, it's no trouble. It's such a pain in the ass to get out here. Happy to do it. Well, thanks. Hey, good luck. I know I, I sometimes I try to joke and it comes out wrong, but I hope it goes great for you. We're all rooting for you. Thanks, Randy. I really appreciate that. They shake hands. Dave gets out. Exterior, L.A. International Airport, day. The sun is shining. Dave emerges and looks up at the Googie spaceship, puts on his sunglasses. Exterior, West Hollywood, day. Dave is walking down a quiet bungalow-lined street, talking on his cell. Yeah, it went well, I guess. Uh, Now they just have to put it all together, and I guess the executives take a look. They maybe do some audience testing. Not sure, really, exactly. Interior, Paige's house, day. Anna is on the landline in the kitchen, Paige hovering in the background. Did you get the pictures I sent? Yeah, was that Zach Galifianakis? Yeah, he was getting tacos. Was he nice? It was cool. When will you be back? A few days. I have some meetings today and tomorrow. Ooh, meetings. Look at you. Yeah, they'll probably cancel. They'll definitely take a half dozen calls and pretend to pay attention while I talk. Well, don't let them be dicks. You use that word a lot. Do I? Maybe too much. Okay. Mom wants to talk to you. Anna hands the phone to Paige and disappears. I love you, hon. She's gone. Oh. Okay. So it's going well. It's hard to tell, really. Well, you're miss. That's nice. Okay. Gotta get to work. All right. See ya. He hangs up, stops walking, looks up and sees the Hollywood sign, holds up his iPhone, gets a picture. Interior, airliner, night. It's a late flight and most of the lights are off. David is asleep. Exterior, LaGuardia, night. David emerges from the terminal to the arrival sidewalk just as Paige pulls up. He throws his bag into the back seat and collapses into the passenger seat next to Paige. Hi. Hey. You were missed. She rests her hand on his chest, kisses him deeply. Interior, airplane, night. David's eyes open, and he realizes he's still on the plane. He checks his watch, leans back, closes his eyes, and lets out a sigh.
You've been listening to Episode 7 of 19 Years, 3 Days, a screenplay series by Chris Dezen. The cast included Ingrid DeSanctis, Ray Ficka, Sherry Heron, Christopher Lane, Susan Marie Ray, Ava Claire Stezen, and the author himself. Can't wait to hear what happens next? Stay tuned. The story continues right here at the Rose Rhapsody. Episodes of The Rose Rhapsody drop the first Monday of every month and can be found on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you take your listening pleasure. That fabulous horn you've been hearing belongs to Marcus Roots, along with his collaborator on the keys, Adrian Ruiz. Additional tracks from Sessions of Rhapsody in Blue feature guitarist Matt Gold, Hayter Garcia on percussion, and the tenor saxophone of Irvin Pierce. To learn more about us and what we do, head over to theroserhapsody.com. And if you love interesting new content as much as we do, spread the word or drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.
This week's podcast was produced by Trevor Cochran and Richard C. Washer and is a product of the Rose Theatre Company. All rights reserved. I'm Leslie Kopolinski. Now let's get back to that horn. 